Well, hello everyone. I am Matt Williamson. How's everyone doing? Happy Valentine's Day to all. And I want to talk a um, bunch of numbers, a bunch of stats. We're going to dig in back into the stats here for uh, Steelers' pass defense. So, you guys might not realize this, but their completion percentage allowed was sixth best in the NFL. Not a lot of passes completed. I mean, Porter had something to do with that, obviously. Pass rush helped, of course. Minka is a very good coverage player. But you don't think of the back seven of their defense as being great in terms of completion percentage allowed. But it was quite, quite good. Some TJ Watt stuff. He led the league in sacks. You guys know that. But he also led the league in quarterback hits with 36. He's the only player in NFL history to lead the league in sacks three different seasons. It's just pretty crazy at his age. He's also only one of two players, along with his brother, JJ, to have 19 or more sacks and 18 or more pass defense in a single season, which is pretty bonkers. Watt was responsible for 40% of the Steelers' sacks. 14 different Steelers defenders registered a sack during the 2023 regular season. Pittsburgh's opponents had an average time to throw of 2.53 seconds. Only six defenses faced a quicker time to throw. So the pass rush is quite good. I mean, they, you know, offenses schemed to get the ball out quick, yet the completion percentage was also low, as we mentioned. As a whole, the defense generated 2.8 sacks per game. Only six defenses were better. The Steelers were plus 11 in sack differential for as a team in terms of sacks allowed versus sacks created. Pittsburgh's defense ranked sack sixth in pressure rate since week nine. So the second half of the season, their pressure rate was sixth best in the league. The Steelers knocked down the opposing passer on just over 10% of their dropbacks, the eighth highest percentage in the league. The defense finished with the 13th most quarterback hits, led by Watt, of course. Watt had those 36, but Highsmith was second at 18, which is a pretty highly respectable number as well. Marcus Golden had 10, which is quite good for as little as he played. Larry Ogunjobi and Keanu Benton each had eight quarterback hits, but Golden's 10 stands out for a, you know a short stint in there. You know I, mean? I mean, he's a backup. He's a rotational player. So that to me was something that really stood out. Folks, BetOnline is your number one source for all odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props, dozens of odds, props, and info on hundreds of sports, events, politics, and entertainment, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime from desktop or your mobile device. Head to BetOnline today to stay updated on all the action. BetOnline, the game starts here. We talked about quarterback hits. We talked about sacks. But how about tackles for loss? They were 12th highest amongst any defense. They ended up with 83 tackles for loss. Watt led the team. I mean, that's kind of a theme here. He had 19, which is a huge number. But Alandon Roberts had 10. Alex Highsmith had 8. Also pretty good. And Golden again. Cam Hayward and Marcus Golden each had 6 tackles for losses. This might surprise you, and you probably heard this at the Super Bowl. 
Kansas City led the league with passes batted down, but the Steelers were second. Sixteen. The Steelers had fifteen batted passes this year. Only Kansas City was more. Pittsburgh's defense played man coverage on 31% of passing plays. Only six defenses played man at a higher rate. They also had a deep middle of the field defender for 63% of the pass plays, the fourth highest percentage in the league. So you're getting a lot of man. 31% doesn't seem like a lot, but it is for today's NFL. And you're getting a lot of single high safety or three deep shell. You're not getting middle of the field open with two high safeties very often. And a lot of that's because Minka is so good at it, but KZ did a lot of it. And I think that's just their desired way to play is with a single high free safety. Mentioned Porter a little bit before. He averaged just under a yard, 0.9 yards per coverage snap this season as the nearest defender. That was the fourth lowest of any cornerback with at least 250 coverage snaps. Pretty darn impressive. I'm not talking about rookies. I'm not any corner. He was responsible for 75 yards in penalties against him, though, most on the team. So you talk about penalized Steelers. Porter was counted for 75 yards in penalties. That's the most. That's a big number. Watt and Pickens were at 50 yards of penalties. The Steelers' defense committed nine defensive holding penalties. League average is 5.6. So that's one spot you're getting them, and Porter's a bit definitely a culprit for that as well. Is defensive holding calls again? They had nine defensive holding calls. League average was five point six. The Steelers allowed the third most yards per reception to receivers aligned out wide. They're also pretty bad against the slot, to be honest with you. So that's not great. Pittsburgh surrendered just nine rushing touchdowns. Only two defenses allowed fewer. The Steelers allowed 2.63 yards after first contact, which is sixth best in the league. Good tacklers. The Steelers finished the 2023 season fifth in red zone defense. Pittsburgh's defense was 21st in third down defense, and six, but sixth best in fourth down conversion rate allowed. That third down defense has to get better. 21st isn't going to cut it. Last thing I got for you, Pittsburgh's defense was on the field for 1,195 snaps a season, including the playoff games. 27 different defenders played 111 snaps or more. 23 players played 203 snaps or more. Patrick Peterson led the way, playing 1,162 snaps. No one else on the team played 974. So Peterson didn't only lead the team in snaps, but it was like... 200 more than anybody else on the defense. Not the guy you want that to be with, to be honest with you. You'd love that that was Porter and Minka next year, you know, not Peterson, who I'm not even sure if he'll be around. But keep that in mind when you talk about, well, let's just cut Peterson and save that $6 million or whatever. He did a lot of stuff for you and was out there a lot, although it was far from spectacular. I, I kind of mixed feelings about him. Talked about that yesterday, though. Um, thanks everyone this was fun I will talk to you tomorrow you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode I'm Rachel and I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.